be from the Bible. It's found in Luke chapter 2, and we're reading from verses 8 to 20. I'm going to read it as we go, but if you're a grown-up, if you'd like to open that up, it'd be handy maybe for you to follow along as we do. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. Now, this is a story of the angels and the shepherds, and boys and girls, you've already told us something of this story, but what I want to do this morning is just rewind and go slow-mo on it, because there's something I really want to show you. Now, I'm going to need some help to do this as well. I need one angel and two shepherds. So, uh, Freya, could you come down and give me a help? Thank you very much. I love the fact that the microphone didn't quite work when Freya was talking. And when the angels were terrified, she said, be afraid. Be very afraid. Well done, Freya. You did great. Come and stand over here for me. Thank you very much. I need two shepherds. Right, two shepherds. Can I hold the shepherds? Put your hands up. Oh, Finley, do you want to come and help me? Good man. Is it Johnny? I'm sorry, I do that all the time. Good, and who else will we have? Oh, let me see. Max, do you want to come up as well? Come on in. Right, you come and stand over here, you guys. Good, wonderful. Right, we're ready to rock and roll. Now, to understand this Bible story, what I need you to do now is I need to teach you a song. Because it's a little bit responsive. So, angels, could you stand up for me? And boys and girls, can you stand up for me as well, please? Okay. Now, this is a song. It's in two parts, right? The angels have got one part, and then everybody else down here is going to sing another part. This is how it goes. Now, who knows Colin Buchanan's song, Glory to God in the Highest? Put your hands up. Okay. Any of the adults know it? Oh, help. Um... (laughs) Okay, this is how your bit goes, right? It goes, glory to God in the highest, in the highest be glory to God. Can you sing it? Glory to God in the highest, in the highest be glory to God. Okay, balcony, that's your part. Ready? Let's sing it again. Now, we need a bit of action, don't we? We can't just stand there and sing, glory to God in... So let's sing, glory to God in the highest. And put your hands up, right? Just dance. You're allowed. Ready? Glory to God in the highest. Good dancing. In the highest be glory to God. Good. Now, boys and girls down here, do you know what your part is? What do you think you get to sing? When they sing, glory to God in the highest, you get to sing, that's right, that's right. (laughs) Right? Do you know that? Are you with me? So, they go, glory to God in the highest. That's right, that's right. That's right, that's right. Okay? Let's practice that. You guys, this is your bit. You're all the that's right bits. Okay? Ready? Ready? Right, go for it. Sing. Come on, balcony. That's right. Yes. Right, one more time. This needs a bit more commitment from the grown-ups, boys and girls. Turn around and say commitment. One, two, three. Good, thank you. Okay. Tough gig, tough gig. Sing. Good. That's right, that's right. One more time, sing. Glory to God in the 
Daphne Fair. Well done. You could do that all day. That's a lot of fun. Okay, this is how the story goes then. This is a story about, you can all sit down now, or you can stand if you want, I don't mind. Angels and shepherds. Where do angels come from? Can anyone tell me? Heaven. They are heaven's representatives. God's special messengers come down to do his work. Where do shepherds come from? Fields. Fields. Yeah, generally. I think that's a good enough answer for me. That's all right. Shepherds. So angels represent heaven. You're all looking heavenly. Shepherds represent earth. Okay. So in this story, what you see of the angels and the shepherds is that they are all in agreement. Heaven and earth agree that Christmas is about the baby in the manger. Yay! Yay, That's right. That Christmas is all about this baby and something called glory ought to be given to this baby. Okay? So you hold that there. You've got one bit of glory. And you've got one bit of glory as well, Max. Good. Now, this is... Now, they agree it's all about the baby. That's why everyone's singing... Glory to God in the highest, in the highest be glory to God. I love that. Okay, let's start with the angels then. What is it that makes them sing this happy song about how amazing God is? Listen to this. There were shepherds living out in their fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. They live in fields. Do you know what that makes them? Smelly. Sorry, boys. Smelly. It also makes the sheep smelly. Sorry uh, to the little ones. Now, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. That's what Freya did in our, in our nativity earlier. And the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. That's, well, courageous boys. Now, don't lean on that too hard, please. <laughs> just, in, just in case. Now, the angel said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Now, this is it. This is the reason for the song. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And there it is. There's why the angels are singing happy songs to God. Singing... That's right, that's right. Good. Good. So Freya, is give, as the, uh, the chief angel, is giving glory to Jesus. Why don't you go and put your little glory tab on the manger? Wonderful. She's giving glory to Jesus by the song. The angels are all giving glory. Now this is incredible. It's all about this birth of the baby, but this must be a very special baby, right? Because let's face it, 255 babies are born every single minute in this world. 367,000 every day. Yet there's no reports of angels appearing at the birth of any of these children. Did an angel appear at at your birth? Did they appear to your mummy and daddy singing a wee song? Somebody said yes. That's a little alarming. Okay. (coughs) So what's so special about this baby... Two things. The baby in the manger is the saviour of the world. He's the saviour. Now, to save something means that you stop something bad from happening, okay? Goalkeepers save the ball in order to stop their team from losing. That would be bad. Baymax from Big Hero 6 saves Hero from being trapped in that weird portal thing. Do you remember that? Yeah? Yeah. So he saves them, 
Okay, yeah, Baymax, Whoop, we love Baymax, good. Um, now, that would have been terrible for Hero to be stuck in that portal. And then Coast Guards, well, they save people from sinking ships because being lost at sea would be really bad. Now, the angels are telling us about this saviour, and he saves us from something too. In the other bits of the Bible, we read that God loves us so much, and he made us to love us. And what it also says is that he re- we reject him, though. We, don't, we turn away from this love, and we don't love him back. Well, the Bible calls that thing sin when we live our own ways. And actually, if we live our lives ignoring God, and especially if we die without having forgiveness for those sins from God, then the Bible says that that's a really terrible thing to happen. But this is the good news. The one that God has sent, this baby in the manger, is the one who saves us from that something terrible, from our sins and their effects. Now that's because this little baby would grow up to live a life that we could never live. A life where he did nothing wrong. How many of you have ever done nothing wrong? Are you all perfect? There's my proof right there. Uh, No, we're not. He grew up to live a perfect life. He didn't even sin. And that made him qualify to be God's man to die on the cross to take away our sin. Where all of our wrongdoing was placed on him so that when we believe in him, all of his goodness, his righteousness could be placed on us. And do you know what happened after he died three days later? He rose again to tell us that sacrifice on the cross was accepted. It worked. God accepted that sacrifice. I laid down my life. He loves me for it and he'll love you if you believe in him with all your heart. That's what Christmas is all about. And the most amazing thing about this news is that it's God himself who comes down to save us. He's not only the saviour of this baby, he's God. He is the Lord God himself come down from heaven to pull us out of earth and rescue us from it. Now, hands up, who likes Julia Donaldson books? Yeah? Yeah, some adults are going, that's good. Yeah, they're good books to read. Um, Julia Donaldson writes some great books. And one of my favorite books is Tiddler. Anyone seen Tiddler? Tiddler was a fish, and the fish's name was Tiddler. Yeah, I could almost quote it. It's a great book. Now, the cool thing at the end of that story is that Julia Donaldson writes herself into the story. You turn the page, and there she is, talking to Tiddler, receiving all these stories that she's going to write down for us. It's a very cool picture. Now, in some ways, that's exactly what God has done by sending his son, the Lord Jesus, to be born into this world. The author, the one who made everything and wrote everything, wrote himself into the story and stepped into the story of earth by becoming a baby and being a part of it all. And that's how he was going to rescue us from it. And that's why Christmas for the angels is such good news of great joy. That's why we find them singing... Glory to God. Stand up, please. Stop, whoa, whoa, whoa. stop, stop, stop. Stop, stop, stop. Angels, a bit more glory. Let's stand up. Stand up for me. Ready? Now, I want to see your best dancing yet, okay? Hands in the air and everything, all right? That's why the angels sing. Good. So angels giving glory to the baby Jesus, the baby that was born in the manger because he's the saviour and Lord. Brilliant. What about the shepherds? 
What about the shepherds? What is it that makes them then go and sing the song as well? Because this is what we read. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem to see this thing that happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off, found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning all that they had been told, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her hearts. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So, what were the shepherds doing? The same as the angels. Lay your glory down. They were glorifying the baby in the manger. I feel bad. Don't put it on its face. Um, (laughs) They were glorifying... The Lord of heaven, they were glorifying this baby in the manger too. It was the baby in the manger. The baby lying in the manger. That's what they found. Now they had heard this great news. They heard this wonderful news. We've all heard wonderful news. What's the best news you've ever heard, boys and girls? School was cancelled. Okay. (laughs) What else? What's the best news you've ever heard, angels? Sorry? Jesus died for us. Yeah, that is the best news. I feel like I should move on. Now, (coughs) someone might have said, uh, having a baby, that's good news, hearing someone's had a baby, or someone's getting married, or someone we know has believed in Jesus. Now, sometimes we hear news, of course, that seems a little bit too good to be true. Uh, But this news that God exists can sometimes even seem like that to many people in this world. You know what, there really is someone who made us and loved us, really, who became a baby and stepped into this world. Really, there is actually more to life than living the way that we live. And there is actually life after death. Heaven exists and we can go there. And suffering and sadness will actually be done away with when we go there. And even all the injustices and the hardships and everything down here, that'll all be, that'll all be put right when we go there? Well, the answer is yes. Now, the reason why the shepherds ended up being so happy was because they believed this happy news. They heard about this news. Then they went and explored it for themselves. They went to see, so they could see with their own eyes, that it was very, very true. That's why they joined the angels singing... In the highest be glory to God. One more time. Everyone joining in? Glory to God in the highest. In the highest be glory to God. You don't listen to rap much, grown-ups, do you? <laughs> well, now that's a great thing. This is what we see in this Christmas story. Heaven glaze their glory down they glorify the Lord Jesus Christ they make much of the baby in the manger the shepherds they lay their glory down they make much of the baby in the manger that's why they're singing all these happy songs now now just think for a minute what if the story was different what if the angel sang glory to God in the highest no way no way In the highest be glory to God. No way, no way. Oh, that would be a bit different, wouldn't it? Now, what happens is when we say no way, no way, Christmas is all about me. What we are doing is we're taking this glory from the baby in the manger and we're taking it for ourselves. 
yeah, Christmas is all about me, it's all about presents, I'm going to get Star Wars Lego or I'm going to get Steffi dolls. Not me. Although Star Wars Lego would be quite cool. Um, now, this is what we do. We, we can take this glory from the baby Jesus, from Jesus himself, when we don't believe in him, when we think Christmas is all about him. When we don't read the Christmas story. When we don't celebrate Christmas in a way that says, yes, glory to God in the highest. Because it's all about you. It's all about the baby in the manger. Well, the sad thing is, we'll end up missing out on Christmas altogether. Because if you don't do, even as the shepherds did, and go and see for yourself and explore it by maybe reading the Bible or talking to the person who brought you today, then actually you can really miss Christmas. Sure, you'll have a great time, probably. You'll have a tree and presents and turkey. You'll have a, a feast to enjoy. But if the reason for the gathering and feasting is anything less than the good news that centers on the baby in the manger, well, if I may be so bold, it's not really Christmas. What's more, you'll have nothing to sing. If we take glory from the baby in the manger and keep it for ourselves, if our response to the song and the news of heaven is, no way, no way, then we'll have nothing to sing. Well, okay, you'll have Coldplay, or you'll have Adele. That's fun. <laughs> but you'll not really have anything to sing. You'll never have a song like this. Sing it with all your might. Glory to God in the highest. That's right, that's right. Again, stand up for me. Balcony, join in. Glory to God in the highest. In the highest be glory to God. Again, glory. Stand up, balcony. Come on, let's join in. Stand up, please. Stand up. Boys and girls, stand up for me. Boys and girls, turn around to the people behind you and say, stand up, please. Okay. We're going to join in the song together. It is a happy song. Glory to God in the highest. In the highest be glory to God. Again. Glory to God in the highest. In the highest be glory to God. Have a seat. If you want to think and explore any more about this, boys and girls, you can ask your mums and dads. You can ask your Sunday school teachers. We'd love to tell you more and more about this story. Uh, Grown-ups, you can do the same thing. You can, as I said, speak to the person who brought you. Ask them to read the Christmas story with you. Ask them to look, even as a pre-step to that, to look at what does... Are these gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, are they even, are they even true? Are they trustworthy? Because that might be the starting point. That's a great question to ask. You should come to our carol service. Uh, Paul will be talking about that. Um, but as, as well, we'd like to give you a little gift today as you go out. There's a little book by a man called Rico Tice, who's written a little book called A Very Different Christmas. What are you hoping for this year? Great little book. Uh, that is our gift to you. If you're here today as you're a, and you're a guest and, and you maybe... Uh, you would maybe say you're not a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, our encouragement is, why don't you take this away? It will take you literally 30 minutes to read it. It's a tiny little thing. It's a great little book. Boys and girls, thank you very much for helping me today. Really appreciate it. You can pop your pieces of paper down there and then go back to your seats and 
I will lead us in a prayer. So let's 